Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sober Grind Podcast, <laughs> Episode 8. My name is Austin Armstrong, and I am joined by the ever-so-amazing Pesh. It's so awesome to be here today. I'm uh, always. It's, it's always great to be in your company. <laughs> Likewise, Austin. my friend. Before we jump in today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, if you have found this podcast useful, please leave a review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast platform. We would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, or send us an email at either austin or pej at beginningstreatment.com. Let's jump in. Hello. Hi, is this Jeremy? This is. Hi, Jeremy. This is Austin Armstrong. How are you? Oh, what's up, bro? Not much. Um, is it, uh, do you have a couple of minutes? Is it a good time? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for doing this. No worries. Appreciate it. Um, so firstly, uh, so what's your name and how long have you been sober? My name is Jeremy Jackson and my sobriety date is 3-2-17. That's great. Uh, congratulations. Thank you, brother. So when did you first realize that you needed to make a change in your life? I was, uh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, my mom says, which time? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, probably around 16, mm-hmm. I, I knew uh, I knew that it was not very easy for me to uh, stop once I started mm-hmm. and or um, flashbacks to seeing my face in the mirror in a bathroom and realizing that another month had gone by and I said I was going to stop. Wow. Mm-hmm. I remember a lot of those times thinking, holy crap, it's been another month and I said I was going to stop and somehow a month of using had been in between me realizing that I said I was going to stop and then remembering, oh yeah, I haven't stopped. Hmm. Gotcha or words of encouragement for our listeners who may be struggling themselves or maybe they have a loved one that's struggling with uh, with addiction or substance abuse? Oh, my gosh. Look, the, the encouragement, the motivation, the inspiration, the purpose, um, the just delight and joy and sheer wonder of, of how, uh, how we ever – allowed ourselves to have that crappy quality of life previously. Um, I mean, those days are, are a plenty in, in recovery, you mm-hmm. know. Um, having a, just having a sense of purpose and having, uh, having a goal and being mission-minded uh, is, is all, that I, all that I ever need, you know, having a – Living for others and, and sharing the message of hope, uh, being a warrior for change and for the good guy team. My sponsor calls it, you know, we're on the good guy team now. Mm. And being a useful member of the good guy team is is what it's all about. And if, if anybody out there is struggling currently, battling this um, this disease right now, just know that we got uh, our brothers in arms and fellow uh Warriors, just waiting for you to jump on the good guy team and come over and battle the darkness with us. It's a worthy cause. It's a worth, worthwhile fight, 
and it's more rewarding than anything uh, I've ever experienced. And I've had Lamborghinis and six packs <laughs> and supermodel girlfriends. I've, I've had it all. And mm-hmm. uh, what I have now in recovery is more rewarding than any of that stuff ever, ever was. That's incredible. I love it, man. Um, that's all I got. Thank you. Today, we have a very exciting episode. We are talking about how to get back into recovery. Spesh, what exactly do you mean by that? Well, getting back into recovery, obviously, there's a lot of people. This is a lot easier to do this show when I'm not seeing myself in front of me. (laughs) More comfortable. Um, Okay, a lot of people that are in recovery, there's people I see often that have already been in recovery. They've They've been tickled with recovery. They've got a taste of what recovery consists of. Sometimes they've had recovery. Some of them are long-term uh, people that have been sober for a long time. And then there's some people that come, they you know check out the scene, and then they go back out, back to their old lifestyle, and before you know it, they're engulfed again. So um, getting back into recovery, often if a person is an addict alcoholic and they couldn't use or drink like a gentleman or a woman in the first place, and right. they, they got pushed into recovery in the first place, well, then... Perhaps, possibly, they can't really ever use or drink that way again. Once you're a pickle, you can't be a cucumber, right? <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, getting back into recovery, but, it, you know, it can get hard. It can be very hard, but I see it very often. A lot of people that I see that come into treatment, there's a lot of different episodes. You know, they have come in for their third or fourth or fifth or 20th time, and um, getting back into recovery can be difficult, but it's not impossible. Gotcha. So that leads into the next question of, um, so say someone goes through recovery, what are some of the common reasons that they would go back out or, um, or relapse? Because addicts, alcoholics get very busy in their lives or they, mm. they come in with a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm. They, they got a lot going on back home. Mm-hmm. They have the job, the wife, the kids, the, the life. They think that um, they, they have to take care of things. Mm-hmm. You know, they think that um, they don't realize that your recovery has to come first. You can, if you're not going to give your all of yourself to recovery completely, um, you're not going to yeah. stay recovered. Yeah. yeah. What would you say is the the likeliness of, uh, or the maybe the percentage of of people that go through recovery one time stay successful? Might be hard to tell. Uh, no, it, you know, I don't know about percentages. I do know that. Um, not a lot of people stay sober that mm. are introduced to recovery. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Uh, when I was br- brand new, I was told something along the lines of 98% go back out and 2% stay sober. For 98%, me, and this wow. is just something that I was told. This is yeah. by, you know, just people throwing that around in, in treatment and rehab. Not to say that's true, but I did get to see over the years the reality of that. Mm. And the majority of the people that I saw that were going through all the different treatment centers I've worked in or the sober houses and things like that, the majority of them did not stay sober. It's sad, but it's true. You know, mm. it's, it's the stone-cold truth. Gotcha. Yeah. So do you think um, after someone's got uh, gotten sober, uh, maybe they relapse or they start going out again? Do you think it's easier or more difficult that second time around to go through the recovery process? It can be it can be difficult depending on how difficult a person will make it for themselves. Sure. There's a lot of walls and barriers that need to be broken down, obviously. Mm. So if a person goes back into treatment, hopefully that they they 
they don't do what they did before. They do everything the opposite. They mm -hmm. say um, in, in recovery, obviously, we have the saying that the only thing that you need to change is one thing. And what is that? Everything, right? <laughs> so it basically, if you're going to come back into treatment one more time, I would hope that the lights come on enough for, to where you think, oh, I'm back here again. If you're not caught up in that, the world that some people are going in and out of treatment for, for fun to go clean out and then go back out again, if you're actually mm. finding yourself um, having these hardships in life to where you've already been to treatment a few years back or mm -hmm. a while back and, and you weren't, you know, you stayed sober for a while, but then you went back out over a period of time, probably because you weren't plugged into the recovery community and whatnot, then you might want to do things differently. So it's not, it's, it's as hard as you make it. Yeah. 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 I guess the, the success rate of, of recovery is how much you put into it uh, and how much you really want to recover. Yeah. So what makes it so difficult? It makes it difficult because because uh, there's a lot of uh, work to be done, and sure. some people don't want to do the work. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that have a lot of they live in guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of deep rooted issues that they have not worked through yet. There's a lot of people that have done things in their lives that that they feel like they will never be forgiven for, mm. or they don't want to look at. They know that if they have to do some deep rooted work, yeah. that. Um, uh, they might have to take a real look at themselves. And nobody wants to get honest with themselves when, when they're caught up in the abyss of addiction, right? Yeah, when you hard. really, when you've ran through people's lives with no remorse and, and you've hurt a lot of people, you know that coming into recovery, it's going to, you know, if you've been in recovery a couple of times, you, you hear the lingo and you, you go to certain rooms and you hear people talk about recovery in a certain way. So you know there's going to be some amends that you have to make. Mm -hmm. There's probably some people you don't want to make amends with. There's probably people you don't want to face. And most importantly, you don't want to face yourself. It's mm, a big one. So, okay. So here's the pivotal question. Yes. Is there hope? There's always hope. That's good to hear. I don't think that us, I don't think humanity was placed on earth to live hopelessly. Mm. I mean, I think that. I the, like to think that. Uh, of course. <laughs> That's you because you're cynical or maybe just. Morbid thoughts? I don't know. But I don't think people are meant to suffer. I really don't. I know that a lot Good. of people suffer worldwide. Yeah. Mm. But when it comes to addiction and alcoholism, why is it that people get chances to get well? Mm. That within itself are, is, is signs of hope. Mm. If there's um, times when you fall down and you bruise your knee and somebody comes and gives you a Band-Aid a few times, well, that somebody is giving you hope that they're trying to help you because they used to fall down and scrape their knee, mm -hmm. and now they're well and healed, you know, or healing. But some are healed, some are recovered. So there's always hope, you know. There's always hope as long as you um, don't take it to the last limit and ruin it all. Mm. There's a lot of times when there was no hope for certain people because they didn't allow themselves to get the hope. What would you say that last limit is? Usually, you know, if, if they, they overdose mm. because they just take it to, you know, take it all the way, gotcha. they die. Mm. And that's the reality yeah. of it. So, yeah, at that point, there's no hope for them or their souls mm. or their bodies. Or Hopefully everyone can find some hope. Absolutely. Always. Yeah. yeah. So what would, what would you suggest people do? Become coachable and teachable. What do you mean by that? Stop going off of your old ideas. Mm. If you find yourself back in a treatment setting or back in the rooms of 12-step meetings, start taking direction 
find somebody that's a mentor. They say when the student is ready, the teacher will arrive. The teacher's always there. Mm. It's not like the teacher will just arrive. The teacher's always there. It's time to listen to people. If you're in a setting where there's professionals that are trying to help you, listen to the professionals. Get over yourself. Get over your <laughs> ego. Start listening to other people. If the person says go right, go right. If they go, if they say go left, go left. I mean, come on. Let's compare that to like your drug dealer or people that you know that you're hanging out with that are lower companions. Mm-hmm. If those people tell you take this pipe or take this needle and stick it in your arm, you usually say sure. You make that decision to do that. Well, in this case, it's time to make different decisions. Mm. Do you really want to stay sober? If you have the idea that I, I'm not living well and I, I need a glimmer of hope and I need I need help. Mm-hmm. If you actually get to the point where you ask for help, let the help be given to you. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Pesh, thank you so much. Uh, do you have any other final thoughts you'd like to add to this? No, I do want to say that I, I thoroughly enjoy doing the Sober Grand Podcast with you. Likewise, my friend. I would like for uh, anybody that's a listener to let everybody and anybody and anybody and everybody that you know, whether they're sober or not, whether they know somebody who's sober or not, to listen to this podcast and also to ask us questions. Let us know where we're coming short. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. But spread the word. Let everybody know about the Sober Grand Podcast. Also, I do want to talk about the our Facebook page, which is Ask an Addiction Specialist. If you go up in that little bar on your Facebook uh, page and just type in Ask an Addiction Specialist, we will always be glad to answer any questions, whether you're suffering from addiction, have a loved one that's suffering. You can come and ask questions. We have professionals. We have people that are on that site that have long-term recovery, solid recovery, that would love to answer any questions that you have. We'll always make ourselves available to you. Um, and then also we have our Beginnings Treatment Center uh, Facebook page too as well. If you ever need help, don't ever hesitate to call me for help. I will always make myself readily available for you or put you in touch with the right people. My number is 949-751-7761. I couldn't have said that better myself. It's the coffee. It's the, <laughs> it's the hazel, coffee. The hazelnut coffee. That hazelnut coffee. Makes a pleasure. Get a little bit of sugar with that caffeine in there. That's right. No sugar. Yeah. No sugar. That's a little bit. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. The doctor won't approve of the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all again for joining us on another episode of the Sober Grind Podcast. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste.